Hello? Sergio. Hey, Marty. How are you? Good, man. Good. Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, man. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day. Thank you very much for the invitation, man. You know, this is my first podcast, so I hope you do it well. <laughs> be a lot of fun, man. Thank you. Hey, what's up, DJ? What's going on, bro? Good, 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 man. Sergio, what time is it there? I mean, because here it's 5 o'clock, so it's 5 o'clock somewhere, right? No, here is 3.27. Oh, no, it's 5 o'clock somewhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. 5 o'clock somewhere. It's not that bad. Only uh, an hour. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so, Sergio, uh, tell us who you are, what's your name, what's your business name? Okay, my name is Sergio Fierro. Uh, uh, my business name is Advanced Detailing Experts. I'm in Ventura County in the beautiful city of uh, Oxnard, California. What part of Cali is that? Uh, it's uh, an hour an hour and 20 minutes north from uh, LA, from Los Angeles. North? Yeah, north. Uh, actually two hours from uh, Regal. Okay, so a little bit. Uh, and DJ, tell us who you are. Yeah, DJ with Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Um, yeah, based out of Tulsa, Oklahoma. We're not as fortunate as you, Sergio, to live in a uh, in California, but uh, we take it here. I mean, we kind of had today, right? It's off and on. Well, you know what? The city right in Oxnard is. Hey, Sergio, are you on Wi-Fi? Yeah. Okay, because uh, it seems like it's kind of cutting in and out. Uh, I'm here inside the house. Hmm. Uh, it, the signal is, is strong here. No, we're not getting good. I see the... Let me... Uh, let... Okay. Oh, I'm stronger. I'm other room. All right, bear with us, Sergio. Bear with us. All right, so Sergio, while you're getting closer to Wi-Fi, we're going to talk about the beer that we. Um, this was sort of just a concoction that I, I think. I mean, so I grew up, and as a kid, I've always been kind of entrepreneurial. But it was kind of like a lazy, yeah. <laughs> like as a kid, I was super lazy, like, right. Like Mike Tyson's punch out came out for those of you born in the seventies and were kids of the eighties, like Mike Tyson's punch out. We had uh, track and field, which was a really fun game on the, the NES. We had uh, top gun. This like, uh, you know, of course, cause that movie came out so they created a, a video game where you got to fly like that was like mind-blowing um but so that's yeah. the only video games we had then super mario brothers came out later but maybe it was around at the same time i don't remember but mine was mike tyson's punch out was a big deal and then uh this like really janky all <laughs> game that like like it was really janky but it was super but anyway i love to just sit inside right as a kid 
Well, my mom wouldn't let me, so I had to go mow lawns. And that's what I did all the way up through high school is that's how I made money was mowing lawns around the neighborhood. Well, so now if I'm going to mow my yard at the house, like, damn it, drinking. <laughs> so I like have a pregame drink, then like actually starting drink, and then, uh, you know, mow the front yard. Then you got to have a drink to go mow the backyard. And then you always got to drink after. So like, it's a full on event and I love it. <laughs> Mowing your yard is an event, huh? <laughs> And like my neighbors know it's a party while I'm mowing because I'm borderline halfway tipsy. Like <laughs> I, I might say something that, you know, you never know. So it, uh, it just helps me get through the whole mowing season anyway. So I think huh. day I was just like, I think I just didn't really have much to drink. And I think I just grabbed somebody had, had told me when these Bud Light Limeritas come out, like you got to grab some. So I did but they're way too sweet, like horribly sweet, way too wow. to drink them to me. That, that's what makes you sick, man. All this. Yeah, all that sugar. So, so hey, yeah. I saw them in my fridge and I was like, fuck, like, man, I got it. Like, I'm, I'm thirsty. So I took a beer and I'm pretty sure the first one I ever did was Modelo because I had some in the, the fridge. In a bottle of uh, or a can? Uh, probably a can, automatic can. Yeah. Um, right now we've got the we got the bottles, but normally it's the can. And so I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just gonna mix them together because that's got to taste pretty good, right? Up, <laughs> I did, and it is legit. Like it's one of the best things we love. And then later I was like, DJ, hey man, you got to do this. And now he drinks it. And so all summer long, it's a summer drink. It's a summer drink, like Bud Light Lime. And now they got all those crazy flavors. And a Modelo is tits. Like, it is amazing. I love it. So that's what we're drinking on. I don't know. I mean, 3.30 your time. I don't know. Well, uh, I love Modelo, too, in, in, in a bottle. But uh, I didn't have time to run to the store and buy Modelo. But I always have a, a bottle of a, a bottle of a tequila here. Of course. So I I made myself a margarita with Don Julio, um, and that's what I'm that's what I'm drinking. How right do you now. make your margaritas? Uh, uh pretty simple. Uh, I squish a lime, and then I put a uh, mineral water, and a little bit of uh, a squirt. So you that's the that's uh, I, I'm I'm thinking the best natural way. If I put the margarita mix or anything like that, uh, that makes my head just explode. And two shots of uh, of uh, Don Julio. Is Don Julio traditionally a good tequila? Uh, you know, uh, this is the one I like, um, but uh, you have to find yours. It's like wine. You know, you have to find your your the the, the wine that that you like. But I like uh, any any añejo. But Don Julio, uh, I mean, that's the one I choose for me. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I mean, so I, I think in Oklahoma, we don't really know a whole lot about, I mean, maybe there are some tequila connoisseurs, but for the most part, we're just like, you know, give me a shot of tequila. Like, we don't really know much about it. Is Don Julio good? To, I mean, is, that a, is that a good tequila? Or? Oh, yeah, it's a good tequila. Yeah, it's a good brand. I mean, what I think most, I mean, Jose Cuervo, like, I mean, what comes to mind. Yeah, I have bad experience with Jose Cuervo. <laughs> so, yeah, no, Don Julio is like, is, is 
um, it's a good tequila. So I went years ago. It's probably, I mean, this is a good, let's see, been divorced six. So a good eight or nine, maybe even 10 years ago, uh, we went down to Mexico and my uncle, whatever, like her uncle, so whatever, uncle-in-law, um, he's a big drinker. And so we brought him back some tequila from down in Mexico with the worm. Okay. And it had its own little, they literally handcrafted this house. You know, it was like, I don't know, maybe 10 inches, 12 inches tall, maybe five or six inches wide. But each tequila that they that you bought, they handcrafted their own little house for it. And so every time I'd go over there, I'd go straight to the little house, unlock it, and pull out the tequila. Like he saved it just so when I would come there, we would take the tequila. <laughs> and that was so smooth. It, like, Did you eat the worm? I don't, I didn't make it. I didn't make it with the family long enough to eat the worm. <laughs> they kicked you out. I should have stayed married one more year. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, all right, man. Hey, so tell us about your business. Um, tell us, you know, tell us your story. Like what got you into detailing and, uh, t- you know, give us some input. Who is Sergio? Okay, Sergio. Well, I started this business um, 12 years ago. I didn't know anything about detailing. In fact, I think I, I got into this business by accident. Prior to this uh, business, I had another business, which was a, a meat market store, Mexican meat mar- market store, because um, that's what I knew how to do. Well, all my family knows how to do that, to cut meat, make carnitas, Sergio. make that. Yeah. So, um, can you can you kind of explain that? Like, uh, was this like a prostitution business or like uh, like steak and chicken? <laughs> <laughs> no, steak, ribeye, <laughs> ribeye, New York steak, and all that meat market, like a Mexican meat market. Store. Oh, like uh, actual pollo and carne. Yes, the marinated uh, pork, marinated chicken, and all of that. I know how to do that since I was thirteen. Nice. So. So I, you're gonna you're gonna chop it up for us, huh? Yeah, oh, man. Uh, when Rigo comes here, uh, we go to the the daddy store and we make all kinds of good stuff. Hey, sign us. Carne asada and everything. Oh, all right, go ahead, man. Go ahead. Keep on. So so I was in partnership with uh, one of my family members with that, and that didn't work out. So I decided to sell my part. And right, uh, I didn't know what to do next. So uh, um, right next to the, the store was a car wash. And I know all the guys from there. And uh, one of the guys who we became friends with, he's like, well, uh, I heard that you're selling out your, your part. And I was like, yeah. And what are you going to do next? And I was like, I don't know. And he's like, well, let's do a car wash. And I was like, yeah. You did- yeah, tunnel car. <laughs> What's that? Like a tunnel car wash? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A fixed, a fixed place. Nice. Uh, like what size was your your tunnel? No, no. That's the 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 tunnel was like uh, you could fit only like two cars. No, that that was the the. That's how I got into detailing because right next to the store was a car wash. It wasn't mine. Oh, okay. So I met all the guys, all the car washers from there, and I became friends with one of them. 
and he knew that I was going to sell my part on uh, my uh, my part on the store. And uh, he asked me, hey, what are you going to do next? And one thing for sure, I wasn't going to go back to work for somebody, you know. And he's like, oh, well, do you want to uh, be partners with me and, and, and do a car wash, a mobile car wash? And I was like, yeah, okay, let's do it. And, I didn't, and he was supposed to show me how to do the car wash. But then my wife is like, you know what? This is your third business. You got to make sure you do this right. So she started looking for some, I don't know, some trainings. And she found a, a training center in Santiago. And uh, so one day I come home and she's like, hey, I found this place. Uh, they train you how to be a detailer. So um, I, went and I, took, I took the training there. And um, where'd you and, go? For, go for training. Uh, can I say the name? Of course. Yeah. Uh, right. Look. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I took after I took the detailing training, I took uh, uh, wheel repair um, and then paint touch up and uh, windshield repair. They sold everything separately back then. I don't know now. So I took all of those trainings, and then from there, I, I. Hey, tell us. Sorry, better. tell us about the training because we talked last week about the need or not need. You know, uh, people weighed in on their options. You know, as far as if somebody should get professional training. Like when I when I started detailing, I literally went out and bought a power washer off of a loan from a bank. Yeah, I yeah. started cleaning cars. Like zero training at all. Uh, I've heard good things about Right Looks training. There was a guy here that actually started working at a detail shop locally, and he he came to train them from Right Look, and they hired him as their manager. So, oh wow! I've heard really good things about Right Look. Tell us about your experience. Well, the thing that I learned there, and I think uh, that's what helped me a lot, is that I learned a system, how to work systematically. The how to polish and everything, eventually I learned it because I didn't know how to polish paint or uh, or just all the equipment. I learned that eventually. But what I learned and what I what helped me, uh, I think, was that uh, they, they showed me how to work systematically, you know, organize, that you have to do everything, you have to do certain steps. And uh, before that, we were just trying to figure out how to finish faster, but every time it was different. And that's what I learned there, that I, I needed to have like a system, you know? So I think that that was the main thing for me. Okay. But you got windshield repair. That's pretty sweet. Do Nobody's you, ever taught me that. So do you still, do you offer windshield repair now? I think so, uh, DJ. Um I, now I think they included in the detail. I'm not sure, but I think they did that. Yeah, <laughs> he asked, "Do you do you do it?" Uh, if uh, I do, you do still it, still do windshield repair. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when it when well, we don't have that much rain here, but uh, when it rains and when it stops, you know the gravel that is loose on the on the roads. That's when I get a lot of calls for for windshield repair. Yeah, I, I I never get a request here for that at all. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's not very often, but uh, I mean, if you go 
do a detail, that's the first thing I expect, uh, the windshield, to see if I can make an upsell, you know, like 45 bucks, 55. Wow. That's incredible. And and you can do that like in, I don't know. Hey, so Sergio, uh, we've got a comment on on Instagram because we're going from there too. They said, does Right Look only train with the Cyclo? Is that what you learned on was the Cyclo? Yeah, that's who I learned. The <laughs> cyclone. I I I follow them on on Facebook, and now I think now they have Roops. Yeah, uh, before well, before it was only Cyclo. Yeah, Roops bought Cyclo. Man, you know what? I made a lot of money with the, with the with the Cyclo. Well, uh, yeah, we used to use the Cyclo all the time. And because you can you can also you can also uh, do the carpets with it. So I bought all the the kit for for interior and exterior. So. Yeah, uh, one of the first major dealerships that I signed on as you know, I, now I, I transitioned into selling products to you know detailers and detail shops. Solutions um, okay. is our company name, and one of the very first. This has been 2010. I signed on this uh, dealership that has uh, has Mercedes, Porsche, Infinity, you know high-end vehicles and one of the sales points was that we had a different tool that we would train on than the rotary which you know that's what they were using now and like week number two maybe even week number one like it was very very soon after we signed on i was walking through the service drive and they stopped me and they said hey you got to go look at this the owner had this like 1972 mercedes and the lot porters, not even detailers, the lot porters were back there buffing down his car with the Cyclo. It was so safe and so easy to use that they could give it to these guys that were being paid literally eight eight fifty an hour on this yeah thirty year old vehicle forty whatever, um, and it was the owner's collection car, and they were able to buff and polish it down with the Cyclo. Like you literally could never do any damage on the cyclo it is the safest tool yep unless you drop that big yep unless you dropped it yeah <laughs> it heavy that man. thing was a beast <laughs> it looked like it was from the 50s no doubt like it, they never changed it one bit like you would have thought they would have like given it some updates uh, or something like they broke don't fix it right. right like hey we should aerodynamic this thing no. no like it still looks like it's a freaking iron from the 1950s <laughs> yep <laughs> The cyclo, and now now the new one has a speed, a speeds, right? Like the old ones, the one control the speed. that I train with, yeah. they didn't have a, they didn't have the speed. So, now the the new ones have speed. But on the side, you can control What's the speed the of it? that machine nowadays. I have no idea. Yeah, how they're still in business? Just just because, huh? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. There's some there's a market for it. I like I think like uh, I don't know. Uh, like dealers that they don't want to, they just want to cover the scratches with wax. <laughs> right. They don't want to go into pain correction. All right. So anyway, sorry. Uh, we kind of jumped. That's what we do. We kind of bounce around. Anyway, yeah. tell us, uh, keep going. So you got training at, uh, so, at so yeah, eventually I, uh, well, I, I kept on, uh, I kept on, on educating myself in different kind of trainings. I went to another training and then another training. And I and then I got involved in, in the industry, you know, like meeting 
meeting uh, professionals, like real professionals, people that have been doing this business for for a long time. So that helped me even more, you know, and uh, to learn more from 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 people that were being su- successful in in the industry. And and uh, I think that's what I've been doing for for the last I don't know seven years um, until now, and you never stop learning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the industry is always changing. There's always new methods, always ways, new ways of doing things that are more innovative and efficient. Oh yeah. So and and, and just to uh, yesterday, I had a meeting with a with a lady that I is selling wax. And she called, she contacted me um, that she wanted to give me like a demo of her wax and everything. And I was like, you know what? I've been using ceramic coatings for the last five years, but I, I'll give you the, I mean, I can help you. So she came uh, and uh, she gave me a demo on how to apply wax. And I was like, what, what am I going to re- learn, you know? So they have like a three-step uh, application. They 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 do the well. Of course, you do the paint correction, whatever paint the contamination. But then they have like a like a three-step system. They they uh, apply the the um, the cleaner wax first, and then after that they apply the the wax. And I didn't know that you have to apply like the a cleaner wax first. So I learned something <laughs> yesterday, hmm. and it, it was how to wax different. I don't know if you guys knew that. Well, I guess help me. What do you mean? A cleaner? Yeah, I mean... a cleaner wax. They have a it's, a, it's like a kit. They have the paste wax, which is 100%, they say, carnauba. And then, uh, and, uh, and then uh, they have a cleaner wax. Go ahead. Sorry, man. So before they apply the... the, the, the 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 wax the carnauba wax they 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 apply the the cleaner wax. Sergio, so did we lose cleaner... you? No, I'm here. I'm still talking. <laughs> I think we lost Sergio. No, I'm here. Hello. Sergio, are you there? Uh, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> 